0: And now, coming at you from Yellowknife, Canada, from one of our living rooms, we're talking movies and sometimes TV shows with spoilers included, folks. This is Armchair Reviews. Wait, is that is that based off like the Armchair Quarterback is saying? Is that what we're talking about right now? Chris, we we spoke about this before. Are you sure? Yes, more than once. Positive though. You wrote the joke. Ah, oh, god damn it! All right, you're right. I apologize. Featuring Chris Godin and James McKay. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to episode 40, that's right, 4-0 of this little ditty we call Armchair Reviews. My name is Chris Godden, and guess what guys, I'm flying solo yet again this week. James is working night shifts, so you're stuck with little old me by my lonesome. That's okay, we had a good time last week talking about the nun. That was actually a, a lot longer episode than I thought I was going to be able to do by myself for the first time. But uh, we made it. It was good. It was a fun time. Now, before we get into this week's uh, episode, our point of discussion, so to speak, just want to make a quick announcement. Armchair Reviews, it's expanding, guys. We're expanding our reach to you, the listener. You can find us not only on iTunes and SoundCloud, and a couple other apps that may just pop up with those feeds. But now, we finally switched hosts. Now you can hear us anywhere you go. We're on Spotify. Yes, the Spotify. You can hit us up on Google Play. You can search us there. We're on Google Play. Google likes our stuff. Cool. And Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. As well as your usual sites that you've been listening to us. But that's huge. That's huge for us. So um, if you like it, keep listening to us. You can find us more places than ever before now. So I really, uh, I'm really, i really happy to, to share that with you guys and, and keep us going here. So that being said, let's talk about this week. This week we're talking, what, I guess it's a, a sequel. I guess it's a, it is technically a sequel to big franchise the predator i guess it is a franchise now i guess there's been like fucking six movies of this shit so far holy crap well four predator movies and two alien versus predator movies i'll get back to that though this is the first predator movie however since 2010 so it's been eight years since the last one came out predators um it didn't do too well, I don't think, at the box office, but enough to get you know. I think this is one of those franchises. Franchises, even if it doesn't do that well, it's going to keep going because I think the character and the character model is so it's so badass. I mean, look at Alien; it's still going, and it's Alien, the first one in '79, I think, that was amazing. Now you look, then you fast forward to Alien Covenant. Not great, kind of a piece of shit. I mean, there are certain parts in it that are entertaining, sure, but it kind of continued off of prometheus and that let down a whole bunch of people but that's not like here nor there we're talking predator so this one the predator directed by shane black shane black you may know him he's actually fun fact he was in the original predator with arnold Uh, hawkins i think his character's name was and uh so he's back directing this one i think he also wrote it he has also done such films as Iron Man 3. He directed that. I think he wrote it as well, maybe. Um, also, 2016, The Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. I really like that movie. It's it's I think it's underrated, in my opinion. And then also in later 2000s, 2007, 2006, I think, or something like that, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with uh, Val Kilmer and Rob Darnie Jr., yet again. I actually really like Shane Black um, when they're his movies and not a franchise movie because he has he has a way to write dialogue that's kind of snappy and sarcastic and witty. It's just really enjoyable and you can kind of see how he he brought that into this movie. Sometimes there's little glimmers of it, but just I don't think enough. Again, I'll continue on that point in a minute here. This movie had a budget of eighty-eight million dollars. That's. I feel like that's pretty high. Um, this again for an R rated movie, it's it's tough. I feel I really feel like Deadpool has set the standards now for R rated movies, and to be successful with R rated movies, you don't need this high of a budget because I think that's just gonna hurt you in the long run. And based off what I'm seeing for its total accumulation at the box office, it's not doing so hot. Like worldwide, it's like 66 mil. So already they're under, not to mention their gigantic advertising budget, which was over, I think, two hundred million. I read somewhere, that's insane. Maybe that's two, maybe that's two hundred million including the budget, but still, that's absurd. Like that's insane. I feel like this character kind of will will market itself. You know, you, you say there's going to be a Predator movie, people are going to see it. I think, but uh, the R rating is, is tough. But again, I th- I feel like Deadpool. It made buckets of money, and it was a rated R too. So I don't know what's what's going on there. <laughs> that being said, Deadpool was actually good. Deadpool two, more of the same as we talked about, but it was actually enjoyable, refreshing. This one, fuck. Oh, it. it oh, okay. Here we go. It was a disappointment. It was such a disappointment for me. Like again, there's there's such there's glimmers of hope here that are just there. They're really, really fun, really entertaining to watch, but then so fucking dumb, just so stupid. And I know where it com- comes from, like a muscle-bound um, commando unit, not knowing what they're getting into, being picked off one by one. Okay, that in itself is cheesy, but it was good cheesy because it's still the 80s, 1987, and it had Arnold, and it was just just like that. All you need to know is it had the, 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 that man shake, you know, where they're Carl Weathers and Arnold just grasping and they're grasping each other's hands and their muscles are bulging it's like it's such a such an over the top masculine fucking cockfest fest in that movie oh my god but now you come to this one and it's just I feel like it misses the point or it's trying to be witty and then it falls flat anyway let's get to the, the narrative of this story the plot so we open with Boyd Holbrook, who I actually really enjoy. Uh, he's, he's been really good in uh, Narcos. Actually, season one of Narcos. I don't think he's been in the other seasons. Awesome in that. He was really good as the villain in, in Logan. I like this actor. I, I, I like what he can do. We open with him. He's an army ranger. He's on a mission, a sniping mission or reconnaissance mission or whatever the fuck he's doing. And he's with his team. And alien ship comes out of a wormhole, crashes in the area that he's in somewhere in south america maybe maybe mexico or some shit i don't know he's in a, a jungle-ish area south america let's say and uh he comes across the predator the predator kills his team and he sees it steals some of its tech and runs away blah blah blah, blah. a government person played by i think sterling brown he's good in this as well i like him he's an actor he's kind of a shithead in this he's he's The government asshole character in this movie he's not necessarily a bad guy but he's not a good guy either but he's kind of more more villainous than anything I'd say but he hunts our boy Boyd Holbrook I think his character is named Quinn McKenna he he, before uh, Sterling Brown's character um, Traeger tracks him down he sends this armor from the Predator back home to a PO box. Initially, I thought he was sending it home. Home would be stupid, right? That'd be stupid. Even if you're estranged from your wife and child, It'd be dumb, right? Anyway, he sends it to a PO box to avoid that. And he has this little, this little ball that reminds me of that uh, that Men in Black necklace, the Orion's Belt little orb that's on the cat cat collar. It reminds me of that. But he, but it makes you invisible. It's like a invisibility cloak ball that, you know what, he, instead of packing it up, he takes it and swallows it because, you know, you know what, I'm going to poo it out. I might need that later. He gets captured by government officials because they think he's seen something, and obviously they're responding to the crash because they're alien hunting her. It's part of the Stargazer project. Flash forward. Obviously, they're interviewing him to see what he's seen. No one believes them, or no one wants to believe that they exist. This government agency tries to cover it up. He gets put in a bunch of, or uh, gets put in a bus to get shipped away to get locked down forever with a bunch of other PTSD soldiers. That's where you meet our our loonies, our quote unquote loonies, our our main cast of of soldiers. You know, you might recognize some. You you have the the old Punisher and from 2004's Punisher, Thomas Jane's there. You get Keegan Michael Key. You get uh, Dickless from Game of Thrones. He's also the guy that fucking kills the dog in John Wick. I can't remember his name right now, Alfie something, and some other, some other guys there. Um, I can't remember their names right now. Trevante Edwards, I think he plays Nebraska. It's. I feel like this is where Shane Black tried to tried to really shine here with some of the dialogue, but. All I thought was like, "God damn, this is bad." Like, Keegan Michael Key's jokes were not good because they weren't his. <laughs> it's just I don't think they were his. They were, they weren't hitting. It was trying to be funny. It wasn't. And then you have Tourette's boy, Thomas Jane's character, I, I Baxley. I think I I can't remember any of these guys' names, character names. Okay, so I'm just gonna refer to them as as their actor names except for nebraska because i remember his name more so They're just a loopy gang like a ragtag team i don't give a fuck i'm sure they had their skills and at some points they really work they really do and they're ah. but then the stupid narrative gets involved and it just ruins everything anyway so predator's back They take... I think they find the Predator. They... He was... Again, I saw this earlier this week. Can't really remember now. He gets fucking tranked or something. No, sorry. Okay, so McKenna, Boyd Holbrook's character, he incapacitates the Predator. And that's when the government agent's Traeger comes, collects the Predator, um, and brings it back to his, his project base, his science lab, and starts doing scans on it and stuff like that It starts doing basic science stuff you don't really know what's going on but he brings in this this biologist to help with those that with that uh, part of their analysis which we are introduced to Olivia Munn oh Olivia Munn I remember when she was still on G4 Tech TV as a co-host of Attack of the Show she's she's come so far and I'm really I actually really enjoyed her character oh I I shouldn't say I liked her character, I liked her in this, I think. Her character is kind of stupid, and the, and the choices that the director or writer puts that character in, there's just some flaws there, but her she's doing her best job in what she's given I think. Um, anyway, she's some sort of uh, biologist, and she's really stoked to see this predator and have the opportunity to come and uh, and do some, some work on it. And That's when we are introduced to the actual naming of the Predator. You know, she puts up this argument like, well, they're not really a Predator. It's more of a a game hunter. And then um, Sterling Brown's like, well, we kind of agree. You saw in the trailer, right? It was like Predator sounds more badass, which I agree. Game hunter, man hunter, Predator kind of cool. Although man hunter, if you're talking about Hannibal Lecter and that old chestnut, then yeah, I agree with that. But, for this sake, Predator, definitely cooler. Now, before I get carried away with myself with continuously talking about the plot again, I just... It's just so... I... I don't know if I like this movie or not. I feel like it has a weird, weird pace as a really stupid plot. The idea behind it is that the one Predator that, that you see come down, he's actually meant to be a savior. And then you have another super predator that comes down who's trying to harvest as much DNA as possible of the human race because according to Traeger, Sterling Brown's character, they feel like global warming or the rising uh, temperatures in the earth is going to wipe out human race. So they want to get as much good human DNA as possible. So you have that main threat. And then you have this other secondary thing where it's, Quinn McKenna, Boyd, Boyd Boyd Holbrook's character, trying to get back to his son. He gets back there, and lo and behold, his fears are realized because it didn't. the The package they sent of all the Predator gear didn't go to a PO box. It got sent right back to his home with his wife, who's played by Yvonne Strahovski, who you may remember from Chuck, fame. She has a very minor role, I think she's wasted here. I actually kind of like her as well, but she has such a minimal role that it doesn't even matter. You could have put any other actress in there. It would have been fine. But the kid starts sticking around with this alien tech, and that's what sends a signal out for the super predator to come to Earth. And, all right, let's talk about this kid here. This kid, so he has autism, or he's on the spectrum, and he can figure out he he has like this Bobby Fisher scene where you know the chess pieces that he's in this classroom he's getting bullied the bullies knock down all his chess pieces in chess club and he they the bullies leave and he just figures out every he remembers where all the pieces get back to so you see he has kind of like a beautiful mind thing going on apparently that's a hot commodity for the predators because he's now the target target for the super predator because he thinks he's the next, next step in evolution the kid can suddenly just read predator language and decipher it. I think that's so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Like I don't. Why? Why? Why does he just have? He just he can just figure out alien technology. I think it's cheap writing. I think that that's what that is. He becomes a target. He obviously he has the the tech which the the first predator wants, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I thought that was so annoying. And him Boyd Holberg trying to get back to him and protect his son. I didn't give a fuck about that little storyline. It just felt cheap to me. It just I didn't really think that he gave a fuck about the son or the son gave a fuck about his dad because I don't know, he's an army ranger, you know, military families, you know, they're hard to stay together. I don't know, I think that was a subplot, but fuck, man it was just bad i ah oh, everything about that was just shit and having the predator want him like obviously i think they meant it to be, to be a twist or something like that it's not a twist the predator even says like i want mckenna and so boyd holberg thinks oh he wants me no you idiot you, what do you think you're that proud to think that he's after you and only you I mean, I guess that makes sense. But no, he wants the kid. As as a movie watcher, you're like, oh, he wants the kid. It's not a surprise, but that's dumb. Oh, it was so frustrating to watch. It's so dumb. Now, let's talk about some of the scenes that I did like. That I think are pretty enjoyable. Before I go on just a shit-spewing rampage on how much I didn't actually like where this movie took this franchise and I'll get back to where they should have continued off of instead after this but so the first lab fight you see with the predator after he was picked up by the Stargazer project he's laying on a, a table there they're doing uh, studies on him and stuff like that when he gets free that's awesome I think that's that's a really good scene because it's all white All the entire the entire area is all white And he's just going in there and fucking shit up. Just slicing people apart. And they're all just scientists. It's not like they're military people. Maybe they are military, but they really don't pose that much of a threat. And he's just like, fuck this. What are you guys doing to me? I'm out of here. Slicing and dicing people. Just so much fun. And in that scene too, like earlier before he starts, he wakes up and stuff. You see little... Hints at other predator weapons, and you can see like the spear that uh, was in Alien versus Predator, the first one. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this for a second. Traeger, Sterling Brown's character, he says that this is the only time the Predators have come is in '87 and '97, which is when Predator One and Two took like takes place. All right, but then you see the spear. That the Predator made for the, the the character in Alien vs. Predator, in there, which Alien vs. Predator came out in 2004. So, are they connected? Are they not? Maybe the character didn't know, but maybe maybe you know it's maybe it's just a little Easter egg, and we shouldn't read that much into it. Either way, he grabs some of those trinkets that were on display there, and he heads off. He comes across Olivia Munn's character, but spares her because she doesn't pose a threat. Cool, but I really like that scene and that's like a just an, a regular predator too another good scene we're going to jump forward a little bit here that's schoolyard that schoolyard fight we're at the the kid's school McKenna's kid's school and you see the predator dogs the the predator dogs the predator dogs whatever they come up because they belong to the super predator he's on earth by the, at this point he unleashes unleashes the hounds and they show up and they're tracking down this kid. Or the other alien, I can't remember. Anyway, they come across it. The loonies find the kid. They they distract the dogs and stuff. They kill one dog. And then they fucking lobotomize the other. I thought this was going to be a big, bigger payoff too. Because that dog, it kind of limps away. It doesn't know what's happening. We don't see it come back. At least for a little bit. But... it I thought they were... You know that dog comes back as a little bit like more of a friendly character. I thought the humans were gonna, you know, use it to its advantage. Obviously, it it they do use it to its advantage, but just it just becomes a regular dog that likes to play fetch. I thought they were gonna be obviously had like non lethal feelings towards the humans after it had. It looked like one of those uh, those devices that just fucking kills cattle, like just like thump drills them in their head and just kills them but it took that straight on and I guess it changes personality which you know it happens to people even I've heard of cases you know frontal lobe gets fucked up changes changes their whole personality I thought they would use that creature more than just you know go get a grenade or go bring me a bomb but that scene also brings us that like, uh, it brings us to the, the school fight with the predator you know he's, he's predator versus predator you know, it's, it's, he's still chasing his equipment. And then that's when you see the face-off between the, the, the predator that, you've, that you think is going to be the main predator and then the super predator who takes over. I think who the actual title of the movie is about. So they have a fight. And the humans are just secondary characters at this point. They're just cannon fodder. If, it, if they were to die, but obviously they're, they're big names, so they get get away but they see this fight happen between the two predators and the one predator not the the non super predator just gets fucked up he gets absolutely murked obviously this the super predator they, they actually they they clock his height at what like 11 feet? he has like werewolf legs pretty much like like hind legs you see like uh, almost like a dog leg where the back of its ankle kind of pops out with a bone you know have you ever seen underworld kind of like those type of legs but with a giant predator feet you know and you find out it's enhanced like they're obviously you find it later on but it's it's clearly enhanced it has bulletproof skin that it it activates from underneath its skin it's almost like a tony stark armor that nanobots protrude out and cover its flesh and it just messes up this predator it just steps on its face (laughs) and pretty much just just grabs the head just rips out its spine you get that classic predator feeling that's the only thing you actually see like it's classic predator really i feel and then that predator is just dead it's dead they find out that 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 predator that got killed had human DNA. So it obviously had it, had it enhanced itself with human DNA. Then you also find the super predator. It was looking around. You can tell some of its enhancements, obviously that the pr- bulletproof skin and stuff, but it looked, it didn't have a helmet on. It looked with thermal vision without a helmet, which is the first time you've ever seen that, right? That, I thought that was pretty cool to see that some sort of enhancement, I don't know if that was an error. I think that was done on purpose. So, that's that's a nice little touch so you can actually see the enhancements coming through. That was badass. Uh, next scene, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Before we got to all of this, that autistic kid, by the way, he took the helmet and the, and the gauntlet wrist thing. Took it out trick-or-treating. And I guess a bully started shouting at him and... Yeah, he just apparently the helmet. This is the first time in Predator lore, I think, including Alien Respreader, that the the helmet had a little laser come out of it. Usually, you have the shoulder cannon and stuff like that. But a fucking little laser thing pops out of the side and just blasts the kid. So that seven year old blew up a house and murdered someone, and he just goes along, you know, walking, walking stride, and like he owns a place. Holy fuck. That's hardcore. (laughs) And it never comes back, ever. It's not mentioned once, ever. Obviously, he gets rid of his bully problem. But holy shit. Oh, man. One last thing before I talk about the finale here. Um, The finale is pretty cool. Because that's when everything actually comes together. Um, You finally see a a big action sequence where all the main characters are getting killed. You You see one guy gets skewered by a tree. The other one gets his... Guts split open. Intestines falling out. One guy gets his arm blown off. Some guy gets his, you know, just split in half with a, a, sh- a shootable razor. Um, someone gets their legs sliced in half with a, a shield generator. That's pretty cool. But one thing that actually caught my eye was when, he, when the predator ambushed someone and bit their fucking head off. Like clean clean off that's amazing that's probably my favorite part of this movie you never seen that before holy shit this guy has a wicked weird mouth with crucibles coming out like four little things that's amazing why haven't we seen more of that you're already a physical threat like the weapons are cool but use your natural gifts like that's amazing that's so cool i really like that it's grisly. Do more of that. Just oh, that was really cool. I really like that. Oh, this movie was a roller coaster of emotions for me because it was again. Like, you, you heard what parts I liked, but there's just so so many stupid parts. Obviously, like, you know, like they they they, you know, the endings kind of shit. Okay, I'm just gonna say that right now. It's shit. It just comes to a head so quickly, and I didn't give a fuck about these characters. I didn't care if they die. There's no emotional attachment. They kill the super predator. They kind of, they delimit entirely by this bomb. The arms and legs are gone off. It looks like fucking Anakin Skywalker at the bottom of the Mustafar lava pit. Should have gotten the high ground, man. What can I say? It's just, <laughs> oh. Either way, it's all happy, happy-go-lucky. Everyone's happy. The uh, Quinn McKenna, Boyd Holbrook's character, he gets, he get, he must gets a promotion or something. The kid, he's now the government's secret weapon. What the fuck is that? Why is he in a government facility? He's doing his thing. He, oh, I have my own desk now, Dad. Fuck you, you know. Fuck you. That's dumb. That's dumb. I can't. You know, usually I'd say it's dumb fun, but fuck you. All right, I don't like that shit. God. I wish I could be more eloquent about this, but it's frustrating, okay? Especially when they're opening... Okay, so th- this is why it bugs me They're still there. They're opening this this casket, this escape pod that was on the initial ship that crash-landed. And that was what this first predator, the quote-unquote protector, let's say, was going to bring to the human race to help um, save them against the predator invasion or whatever the fuck. It was supposed to be ultimate weapon the predator killer which is kind of funny because this predator that brought that gear killed a lot of human beings <laughs> maybe because he just freaked out and stuff but still he killed a lot of people i think that's funny though that he was meant he was gonna try to be a savior and well he still killed a bunch of people so this pod they open it up and it's the tensions building it's kind of like a It's kind of like an after-credits scene, but it's before the credits. That's how it actually seemed filmed to me. They open up this casket pod, and this thing hovers out and launches at a scientist. And he turns into this fucking war machine Iron Man thing. And it's in a Predator with giant arm cannons and laser beams and shit like that. And it's just a mech suit. It's just a mech suit, it's just an Iron Man suit, designed to look like a predator, and it's gonna, I guess it's just meant to kill predators, that was the most fucking biggest kick of the balls, I feel like, for me, because that was so dumb, I was hoping, I was really hoping, I didn't think it was gonna be Arnold Schwarzenegger, I didn't think that, but I was really hoping it was be. It was gonna be Adrian Brody's character from 2010's Predator movie, That'd be so cool. That he survived that hunt and he formed an alliance with the predator. And the predator was like, I'll bring you back home and you can tell him all our all our secrets and, and go from there. That'd be amazing. Nope. You get the stupid gauntlet that turns you into an Iron Man ripoff. Fuck you again? What the shit? Oh, you could have done so much better. I I heard Adrian Brody was looking to come back to like he was he's willing to come back to it. That would have been so cool. It would have been a badass payoff. But I guess for the bigger audiences, they would have wouldn't have any idea what was going on. But that would have been cool. That would have been so cool to see. And as a fan of it, let me down. Like I was, I was on the edge of my seat waiting for this. Like, what's it going to be? What's going to be? What's it going to be? Anticlimactic. What the fuck? And then it ended. There's no end credits. No nothing. That's that's the teaser at the end so stupid so stupid I'm at a loss of of words right now like I really wanted to like this movie the trailers made it seem badass I thought there was actually going to be a lot more violence in this than that's what the trailer had pretty much told me nope nope we're left with this and like the violence what what, what was in it was kind of cool especially that predator using it's fucking mouth for once biting your head off that was badass but it's all fleeting moments dialogue was shit it, was, it, it wasn't up to Shane Black's standards alright now before I take off here I, I, have a, I have a couple more things to talk about here but this movie had a controversy about two weeks before being released um, Shane Black had a friend That he included in this movie. He's also included in some other movies. Such as Iron Man 3. And I believe The Nice Guys. Um, I'm not sure if it was credited or uncredited. But either way. His friend is a uh, sex felon. He had some issues with the law. Apparently he tried to lure a child. uh, Via online. So. that That was a while ago now. But still. Olivia Munn found out about that. And. Went to the went to 20th Century Fox. And said, "I want that scene, whatever he's in, out of the movie." And that caused a whole little hoopla just before its release. And maybe that hurt the movie. Maybe it helped it to get more publicity out there. But that was the the controversy. They ended up actually taking that scene with, with whoever this guy is took took that scene out of the movie. <laughs> so he's not in it anymore. And uh, Shane Black, he had to apologize and all that shit. But, you know, you got to be careful who your friends are, I guess. Holy crap. All in all, this movie, uh, The Predator, should have been a lot more entertaining than it was, especially with the director. I thought it could have been a lot better written, a little less convoluted with this stupid save-my-child plot. I just didn't like it. I just did not like it. It was so dumb. I've already said it's dumb and even like this isn't even in the canon of Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator 2 which is kind of funny obviously because I mentioned how the Spears involved with it but I had a lot more fun with Alien vs. Predator the first one at least second one's absolutely batshit insane but I still had more fun with it it's not they're not good movies but at least I had a blast with those movies this one I was like I wanted to I wanted to have fun but the movie wasn't allowing me to uh it's a shame. It really is a shame. I would suggest if you're a fan of the Predator to just hold on and don't go see it in theaters cuz it's it's a waste. It it, it is a fa- But if you're a big fan of it, I mean by all means go go nuts, but I don't want to see it again anytime soon. You know what movie I'd rather watch and I actually enjoy rewatching over and over again? Maybe not over and over again, but I would I enjoy watching it over again because I have seen it probably seven or eight times. Is 2010's Predators? That movie is awesome. That movie is a fun predator movie. That movie I have a lot of a lot of good memories about. It's like the cast is good, like the, the action is good, the story is good because you don't really know what's happening, but that's good. That that plays all into it. The Predators are awesome in it. The deaths are cool. The character development is actually there so you you kind of get to know these characters a little bit more with their strengths what their shtick is rather than the Looney Tunes who are just fucking poorly written and have Tourette's for no goddamn reason and think it's a punchline. That be so much fun. The pre- like Predators, just Predators. God, I... I, I want to watch it right now. I feel like I'd have so much more enjoyment out of that movie if I were to put it on right now than I, I, I'll have reminiscing about it, talking about it right now on this podcast. Holy fuck. Adrian Brody got fucking jacked, by the way. Dude, that guy's a, a string bean, and he got jacked for it. His biceps were bigger than his nose in that movie. <laughs> Which is saying a lot. He was good in that. I liked him. He wasn't a good guy. He was a a badass. He was a tough badass. Go watch that movie. Go watch Predators instead of The Predator. 2010, The Predators. Not 2018, The Predator. Fuck. Alright, let's get into what I've been watching recently. Netflix came out with... Season 2 of American Vandal. Season 1 came out a while ago, but Season 2 just, just dropped. Surprisingly for me, it just dropped. Awesome. Oh, I love this franchise. It's such a... It's like a docu... Or a mockumentary on all these... Uh, all these crime docs that have been coming out. And they they play up on that. It's so good. It First of all, it's really well done. It's well shot in the perfect documentary style. But... It's, so sarcastic and in a perfect mock of everything this season they're they're tracking down the quote-unquote turd burglar who is causing a shitstorm of different felonies coming from uh pretty much tampering with a lemonade spiking the lemonade to make everyone shit their pants um at a, at a pep rally they launched cat poop with these uh confetti streamer launchers or t-shirt launchers i should say i should say oh it's so well done and it's like you actually start watching it like i want to find out who it is i want to who done it really well done i would really recommend watching it for for a good laugh but if you're a fan of like crime but also a fan of comedy watch that that's awesome can't remember definitely check that out on netflix Uh, another series i watched uh, recently, and I can't remember if I watched it or told you about this last week, but I finished season two of Iron Fist Marvel's Iron Fist season two. I fucking hated season one, it was so boring. Finn Jones just didn't hit me as the character, he was kind of whiny, this arrogant little prick. Season two, much better much much better continuing off of the defenders from marvel i actually had an all right time with it i feel like these characters are a little bit more fleshed out the action set pieces were better choreographed i liked it it was it was better you see the actual costume or not not really the actual costume but the mask that he wears kind of campy but you get to see it so that's that's pretty cool i watched it all it's a guess what After we were saying, I think I mentioned it before, but it's not 13 long episodes. That's what I was saying about Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil. It was 10 episodes. Three episodes shorter, three hours shorter. It felt that much tighter because it didn't drag on, (laughs) so to speak, drag on, dragon. It just felt tighter, which I really liked. Now, for the main thing, I haven't necessarily been watching this, but I guess you could say one would have an argument for it. I picked up a copy of Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man, for PS4, PlayStation 4, Um, when it came out the day of its release. I finished the night shift, went and (laughs) picked it up that day, that morning it was released, and I just beat it today. What a great story! If you like Spider-Man, I like as some of the listeners may know, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. This is the Spider-Man game I've been waiting for since fucking Spider-Man 2 and the PlayStation 2. What a great game. It has all the dynamic movements of Spider-Man. The combat's fun. This 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 game in particular has it's very reminiscent of the Batman Arkham series. Has the same flow of movements. Um, the awareness the dodges the attacks but it's more obviously it's directed towards spider-man you know you have the gadgets uh you have the villains the villain uh category is huge obviously spider-man a huge rogues gallery which i think they're going to expand on moving forward they have the initial ones but it's kind of a slow slow build up for those big characters to come out right the, right off the bat but so much fun. Just web swinging alone is amazing. This is probably the best Spider-Man game I've played since I want to say Shattered Dimensions on Xbox 360 or Web of Shadows for Xbox 360. PS3 probably had it as well. but This is the best open world Spider-Man game since Spider-Man 2. It's So good. It reminded me of my childhood. The writing is good. The graphics are great. the The action is good. Some of the side quests can kind of get repetitive, but so much fun. I bought it full price. I don't regret it. I had a great time with it. This is the first time I actually sat down to play a story mode on a game in forever. I can't remember the last time I did a story mode that I played com- like completely through. Maybe, probably Arkham Knight, actually, <laughs> for when, when I bought my PS4, when it came with it. So much fun. I really enjoyed it, and and it leads the door open for future Spider-Man games, as well as potentially, I don't know, a Marvel video game universe. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be really cool if they had some of these characters and actually made them into a good video game. I'm looking at you, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. I'm looking at you guys. That'd be sweet. All right, guys. I think that's that's pretty much all I've been up to recently. Not I don't have a full full two months to catch you up this time, but that's the episode for this week, episode forty of Armchair Reviews. Again, this one was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, I wish I enjoyed the movie more, but you know, we'll we'll get we'll get a good one coming out soon. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Let me just take a quick look here, see what's coming out. Okay, so maybe, maybe not, actually. <laughs> the main one that's coming out, speaking of Spider-Man, uh, Venom with Tom Hardy coming out October 5th. That's not for a couple weeks now, but I'm going to try to figure out something else that may be coming out. Maybe Netflix. I'll, I'll see. I haven't seen uh, Sicario 2 yet. I know that's out for on DVD shortly. But maybe I'll do that. We'll figure out something. I'll figure out something. Maybe James will be back by then. Maybe we can both brainstorm. October 5th, that week, when it comes out, we'll definitely talk about Venom. Because that's going to be a huge one. Will it be good? Will it not be? I Honestly, at this point, I don't know. It got changed from an R rating to a PG-13 rating. That may hurt it, especially for the character. It's like if you put Deadpool PG-13, I don't think it'd do so well. Because you're really hindering the character itself. But I don't know. We'll figure it out, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you can email the show at ohmygoddenaudio at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at armchairpod, at armchairpod. James is on Twitter at makaij14, I want to say. And on Instagram, he's at makaij91. follow me on Twitter at christophgodden. And on Instagram, at ChristopherGods. Now, as I said at the beginning of the show, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can hit us up on Spotify. We're on Google Play and Stitcher. Share, like, comment, review us after we reviewed these things for you. Hit us up, guys. Thanks for listening as always. See you next week. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys.